I'm reading from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 15 and 16, which is on page 201 of, of your pew Bible. Through him, then, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. May God add his blessing to the reading of the word. So Hebrews 13, 14 to 16, called What Pleases God. When, I was, when we were down in, in Bolivia, one of the things that is striking about uh, the church by Yvonne Gutierrez Church is a, a very vibrant sense of worship. So, uh, you know, having experienced that for two weeks, I thought, you know, I, maybe I'll come back and just say a few more words about worship. Um, interesting there, they, they, their service is made up of both uh, Spanish folk and Brazilian folk, so they, they sing in uh, Portuguese, and then they do the speaking in Spanish. So it's this kind of weird mix of praising and mostly the Brazilians. And then the sermon and so on is, is in Spanish. So, you know, people all around the world do things in different ways, right? That's just the way it is. And our way is our way, and their way is their way, and that's, uh, you try to meet and connect and share what you can. So what pleases God? So there's a variety of statements in Hebrews. I, you know, do a fair bit of teaching at Tyndall over the years on the area of worship. So here, there are some nice worship verses in the book of Hebrews. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us give thanks by which we offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Remember, we don't really know who wrote Hebrews. Might have been Paul, probably not. Um, but one of the other leaders in the church way back then wrote this book. Let us give thanks by which we offer to God an acceptable worship. Interesting, the word offer there is the Greek word latruo, which is a big worship word. So we offer to God our service. We offer to God ourselves. We offer here an acceptable worship. We have to determine what that is. But latruo, to serve, is a key word for the worship um, liturgy. And so when we serve God, we are worshiping him. Whatever way that might be, service is worship in terms of the Greek text. So we keep that, mind, that word uh, verse in mind as we go. Hebrews 13, 13, let us then go to him outside the camp and bear the abuse he endured, the writer says. You remember that Christ was crucified outside the city walls, right? Golgotha, Calvary, was outside the city. And it was very intentional that he was crucified outside the city. They didn't want that happening inside the city. So he was out. And so the writer here is making a reference to that truth, that we are also to go outside the city, if you like, which means that we are to go out into the world, 
You know, we have our church here, Faith Community. Yvonne has his church, Faith Community. But we are called to go out into the world. So when we went to the Casa Amistad and when we went to the jail, the prison, we were going out into the world in this sense. Let us go to him outside the camp and bear the abuse he endured. Interesting, when we walked into the jail, I mean, it was a surreal scene. It was like out of a movie set. It was so wild, really. And when we walked in, three floors, prisoners hanging off the rafters, they're everywhere. Small space, really, 12 or 1,300 inmates. Every eye was on us when we walked in. Every eye. And of course, it's a male prison, right? There's also a women's prison. So, of course, Leslie walks in as part of our group, and they're, well, they're all, they're not seeing too many women, so I don't know what's going on there. But Leslie was, was one of the prime people to look at. Where are you, Leslie? You're over there, yeah. Leslie's a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a great time. But I mean, really, every eye was on us outside the camp. And we went through the generosity of a number of folk in the church. We went with 100 pounds of rice. And we went with all kinds of oil, a whole case of oil. We went with that to the Casa Amistad, and we went to that with the prison. And so in the prison, 12 or 1,300, I forget how many, but People who have friends and relatives, well, then the relatives can go and bring food every day. So we saw it. So there's a woman soldier at the gate yelling out, uh, Gutierrez! Person comes, and there's the exchange. Person walks away. A few seconds later, another name, Smith! Smith comes forward, little exchange. This goes on and on. But there's about a third of the prison, prisoners who have nobody. They are forgotten. They are forgotten people, really. They're in there for who knows how long, and nobody knows them. Nobody thinks of them. No family, nobody visiting them, a third of the people. So it's a forgotten part of humanity, and of course, around the world there are places like this. People in Gaza right now, nobody knows. I mean, some of them, nobody knows. And they're all around the planet. And so, when the Bible talks about taking care of the orphans and the widows and such, the stranger, such people are in mind. And so the gifts we brought, well, then that, that money, that rice, that oil keeps the place running, and those people who receive nothing, they benefit particularly. And so from the generosity of you folks, we were able to make those kinds of gifts. And it does make a difference. A hundred pounds of rice goes a long way. Big sacks, 50 pounds each. I couldn't carry them, didn't even want to try. Let the young guys come out and grab men. 
Anyway, that's all about going outside the camp. So with that in mind, we'll just talk a little bit about worship. Verse 15, through him then, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that confess his name. Thankful praise. Through him, through Jesus, through Christ and what he has done for us, through him. So it's, it's, the text jumps right into that, right? It's right off the top. Through him, through Jesus, through Christ. That's the beginning. That's the point. Offer a sacrifice of praise. And it is a sacrifice. To offer our praise is a sacrifice. You coming to church on a Sunday is a sacrifice. It's taking some of your time. You're prepared to spend that time, so you come. But it's a sacrifice. You could be doing all kinds of other things. But you're here, praise, sacrificing your time, your effort, your service, whatever it might be. That is a sacrifice of praise, we're told. And we're doing it all with gratitude. Paul writes all the time about giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks. Be grateful. And, I, you know, you might say, well, what have I got to be grateful about? My life's pretty hard right now, you might be saying. Hard for me, hard for me to pay bills, hard for me to get enough food. I read this week that one in ten in the city of Toronto need food banks. One in ten. That's, that's astounding. So we're going to, you know, we're in the midst already of, of, of doing a food drive through the whole city of Weston. We, Darlene and I met with Diana, who's the head of the food bank in this area, and she was saying the need is growing and growing and growing, bigger than ever. So yes, your food drive makes a difference, she says. All the food you gather makes a difference. And it just goes like that, poof. Fill a whole gym, poof, it's gone. So, you know, that's, what do we have to be thankful for? What do we have to be grateful for? And I think in your life, you've got lots to be thankful and lots to be grateful for. If you're mindful, if you think about it, what can I give thanks to God for? How can I be grateful? My life, whatever the challenges you might have, what can I be grateful for? Who comes along and helps me? Who helps you? You may feel you're forgotten. I don't know. If you're part of the community of faith, then hopefully all of us can feel like we're connected. All of us can be supported. That's one of the big advantages. Loneliness. Did you read Toronto? The city of Toronto is apparently one of the loneliest cities in Canada. In fact, they say it's the loneliest, whatever way they measure that. A big part of being in the community of faith is hopefully you are less lonely because you know some people. People hold different opinions, different beliefs of things. It doesn't matter. We know each other. We support each other. We're there. Lewis Meads talks about joy killers. That's one of the problems with gratitude, that things come along and kill our joy. Kill your joy. And then all you think about are the things that are killing your joy, and you forget what you're grateful for. 
You forget where you can give thanks. So what are the joy killers in your life? What's taking away your gratitude? What's taking away your thanks? Praise is defined by gratitude, by giving thanks. When we give in to joy killing, we're just playing the devil's games. We're just being sucked into a big hole. So our mindset, right? So much of it is our mind, renovating our mind. What do we think about? How do we see life? A horizon of hope. That's how we are called to live. And you, are, you have to make that happen for yourself. Do you see what I mean? God gives it to you, but you've got to hold it up. A banner of praise over your life, you've got to hold it up. Otherwise, you'll sink into the mores of our culture and you'll go down and down and down and you won't be grateful at all. We're not talking about a perfect life, right? We're not talking about everybody having it all together. But can we be grateful? So we begin with thankful praise. Then we talk, it's still in verse 15, about genuine praise. Genuine praise is costly. It is a sacrifice. You choose to know God. You choose to walk with God. When you choose something, you're saying no to a whole bunch of other stuff. If you choose to be in a relationship with God, then you're saying no to other definitions of your life. That's a cost. You're in a relationship with God. The benefits far outweigh whatever, but it is still a choice. Sacrifice of praise, genuine praise, there's some sort of cost. Bearing witness to others. Heartfelt praise outside the camp. How do you bear witness? How is your faith genuine? How are we our true selves instead of the false selves? Genuine praise. Genuinely knowing God, walking with Him. Loving him, serving him, genuinely. Verse 15, so thankful praise. Genuine praise where we really are saying yes. We're saying yes to him. Your love, O oh Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness stretches to the skies. Your love, your faithfulness, your justice... We want to praise him, know him, love him, walk with him. Faith, thankful praise and genuine praise, it's, it's meant to be number one, right? It's, it's to be your top priority. It's, it's not second, it's not third, it's not fourth, it's not fifth. Your career is not more important than God. Your money is not more important than him. God is number one. It just makes sense. If he is the creator of the entire universe and we are meant to be with him forever, then make him number one. Make him number one. But again, you see, we have to do that, right? No one makes it for us. Your spouse doesn't make it for you. Your kids don't make it for you. You've got to make it. Genuine praise. Genuine praise. Thirdly, we move on. Can I do this? 
I'm stuck, Dave. Maybe I went to sleep. Okay, let's go back to that one. One back one. Sorry, I think you're on now. Compassionate praise. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. That's verse 16. Compassionate praise. And then we have a couple of verses. Now, did I do that or you do that? I did it? Yay! All right. Galatians 6.10. So then, whatever, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith. Those kinds of verses that encourage us to compassionately work. Another one, Ephesians, for we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. Compassionate service is part of praise. Latruo, we talked about that. Jesus says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is from the Sermon on the Mount. In fact, just the beginning, just after the Beatitudes, Jesus says this, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. If Jesus is saying that, almost at the top of the Sermon on the Mount, which is his biggest teaching thing we have in the entire scriptures, then this idea is pretty important. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Compassionate service. Paul says something to us. And Paul, you know, gets a lot of abuse because he's compared to Christ. But Paul actually is a great interpreter of Jesus. That's why we have so much from him. But look at this, Philippians 2.5. This comes from Paul, right? He says this, Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Paul says, If we are following Jesus, then what? Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. How does Jesus relate to other people? How does Jesus interact? How does Jesus reach out to the lowly and the poor and the hurting? Paul says, let the same mind be in you, me. The same way he reaches out and deals with people, we are called to do that. That verse can slip right by. But it's reminding us to live like Jesus. Paul's saying that in every way. Compassionate service. So going to the jail, going to the schools. Interesting, you know, we were, when we were in the schools, this is kind of cool. They don't know English, right? We're going there to teach English. It's a high school class, say grade 8 to 11, kind of that. Too. You know what? They could sing all the lyrics to a number of popular songs in English. They could sing the songs of Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish. They know all the lyrics. They don't necessarily know what they mean, but they can sing. So one of the girls, we, the, the team was very smart on all this. They, 
They bring the girl up. She comes, she's willing to come up. And then she starts singing her song, Billie Eilish. All the words in English. The team writes some of the lyrics on the blackboard, old school. And the rest of the class starts singing along. Here we are in the middle of the Andes. This school is built on a garbage dump. When you walk out of the school, there's all this smell of, of horse manure. Or what smells like that. But the school is built on that, can you imagine? And you got this weird smell the whole time you're there when you walk out. It's a poor school. And these kids are singing these songs in English. That blew me away. Talks about the reach of popular music, popular culture. All the way down there. <sighs> Compassionate service. You walk into the jail, we all of a sudden here, carry this three liter Pepsi. You carry this orange crush because you want to communicate to these people that you're bringing gifts to them. Everybody brings in their stuff. It was interesting, at the end of that visit at the jail, a woman who has volunteered from Yvonne's church at the jail for, for years was with us. And so at the end of our time, we were just praying together. She says, let's pray. We're right out on the busy street, in the middle. We're praying now, circle. And she is coming to tears when she is speaking about the pobres, the poor, los pobres, in la cárcel. She's thinking of all those people who are forgotten. Nobody knows them. And she's crying. I mean, she has her own family. She has her own stuff. But she's moved to tears over this reality. And I'm thinking, like, wow, that's, that's, that's really beautiful, that she feels it that deeply. We're in the colonel's office, right? This colonel is a big guy. His office is worse than my office, okay? Like, it's, it's chaotic, all right? It's chaotic. He's sitting there, this big guy. And the woman gives him a Bible. And so she now got the Bible. And then she says, I want to pray. This guy's like, like, I don't know, like he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He's huge. And he says, okay. And so we, we pray. This big colonel. Before we leave, he says, you got to bring gifts. I need new handcuffs. <laughs> he wants handcuffs. Victor, who was the guy who was showing us around, said, we don't need handcuffs. <laughs> Bring food, not the handcuffs. But, you know, she was really uh, admirable. I, I really appreciated her efforts when it comes to compassionate service, right? But all of that is part of worship. Worship is giving thanks. Worship is being genuine. Worship is compassionately serving our food drive in the area. That's part of that. As you can get involved in that, brilliant. Shar is doing a little food, I mean, um, auction, silent auction. The money that is raised for that, we have some things back there downstairs. It's all going to the casa. She's hoping she can raise 500 bucks to give to the casa. 
And believe me, they need it. In the same way, generous praise. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God as we close. Share is the word koinonia. Do not neglect to do good and to share koinonia. Share. People gave me money to bring down there. No one's forcing them to do that. They did that. Koinonia, share. Note, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. God, the creator of the universe, sees our generosity and is pleased. He's pleased. When we can give away, right? When we can stop living like, you know, like this and start sharing, that's a beautiful thing. Just to be able to release it. Release it. Being so attached to our money is, is spiritually very, very damaging. And you know what? It's a slow process. It builds. It builds so slow, you don't even know it's happening. But after a while, you can't even do that. You're there. And it's just like you are stuck. You can't even do it. You can't do it. It's slow, it happens over the years, this attachment. And God sees when we're able to just live like that, sure. Jesus didn't even have a place to lay his head. Jesus had no home in Toronto worth over a million bucks. Jesus had nowhere to lay his head. That's our Lord, right? Have the same mind as Christ. So it means being able to release. Just release a little. And God sees it and sees it as a good thing. Generosity. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Frequently, we were told to go and visit people in jail, orphans and widows. In a culture back then, who, who cared for the orphans and widows? There was, no, there was no state government paying money for everybody. The church had to show up, essentially in Bolivia. Like the, the jails are not receiving anything. The, 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 court, the guards are paid, but no one else gets anything. It's... it's they're having to sell stuff to just to hang in there, like different cultures do it different ways. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, note, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So worship is not just singing our songs. That's part of it. But worship is also how we live our lives and how we share with others and do good to others. And when God sees that, he is pleased. So thankful praise, genuine praise, compassionate praise, generous praise. Two verses. So I pray that we might really be mindful of that. We are all called priests, everybody. If you're a Christian, you are a priest. You are a priest. You're a priest to your family in some way. 
You're a priest at where you work. You're a priest on the street. Priest in the church. That's, what, that's the idea. We're all priests. Can we claim that reality? Share a little bit of love, eh? Share a little bit of goodness. Where there's no love, put love and you will find love. John of the Cross. Can we do that? Be priests. So what is the nature of your sacrifice, my sacrifice? Are we loyal to God in Christ? Remember who we are and whose we are, Brueggemann says. Who we are and whose we are. We have lots to be thankful for, to be grateful for. In our world, how many problems and sorrows all around, we have lots to be thankful for. May we give thanks. May we praise him. Focus in. Zero in on Jesus. Yeah? Is that right? Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah or not? Zero in on Jesus? Yes? All right. Okay. That's what we want to do. Amen.